0: Hey, I'm still Jesse. And this is 2 Corinthians chapter 11. We're gonna look at just one verse today, but I wanna show you how deep its roots go and how significant it really is. 2 Corinthians 11:24, 24, Paul in cataloging the sufferings he's endured because of his gospel testimony, begins the list with this. Five times I received the 40 lashes minus one from the Jews. It goes on, three times I was beaten with rods. Once I received a stoning, three times I was shipwrecked. I have spent a night and a day in the open sea. On frequent journeys, I faced dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my own people, dangers from the Gentiles. I mean, he's gonna go on, we're gonna look at that later, but I wanna start with the very first thing in his list. Five times I received the 40 lashes minus one from the Jews. All right, here's the origins of that teaching, of that, that brutal practice in Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 1 it reads this if there is a dispute between men they are to go to court and the judges will hear their case they will clear the innocent and condemn the guilty if the guilty party deserves to be flogged the judge will make him lie down and be flogged in his presence with the number of lashes appropriate for his crime he may be flogged with 40 lashes but no more otherwise if he is flogged with more lashes than these your brother will be degraded in your sight. Do not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. Now, that's that last verse about the muzzle and the ox. Deuteronomy 25, 4. We heard Paul use the same metaphor in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 to talk about preserving the dignity of a pastor who labors for you and he doesn't need to be impoverished while he does it. That's like undignifying your brother. He's treading out the grain for you. Don't muzzle him. but. That comes on the heels of the prescribed practice in Deuteronomy 25 for corporal punishment following a legal hearing, but it's mitigated in its severity so as to preserve what may remain of the dignity of the party found guilty. It began in Deuteronomy 25, but it made its way to the cross. Jesus, when going to the cross, suffered not only Roman punishment, crucifixion, but this Jewish punishment as well in Deuteronomy 25. It was Deuteronomy 25 that the Jews used to rationalize their whipping of Jesus. And they would do so with the cat of nine tails. This is another thing that's really brutal. That was never prescribed in the Old Testament. The beating that he endured was this concoction of pagan Roman practice and a distortion. I mean, an an utter, an utter distortion of the inspired Word of God, the prescribed law in Deuteronomy 25. He'd be beaten with the cat of nine tails, this whip that has shards of pottery under that would dig into the skin and then rip the flesh away from bone. The only description we have of the savior physically comes in a prophecy about him in Isaiah 53. There's nothing about his appearance that draws to him. And then the brutality of the cross would be so great that he would be marred beyond human recognition because he was beaten severely. The maximum number of lashings that a man could receive was 39 because 40 was just too much and the man would be degraded. Paul received a beating, not with the count of nine tails, not with the same brutality, not with the concoction of Roman brutality and a distortion of Jewish law, but in accordance with Deuteronomy 25, five times this this exact beating. 39 lashes. Wow. On five different occasions he received that beating. That is a strong testimony. But what I'm struck by is how he endured a fraction of what Christ endured. Even though Paul's beating, Paul's beatings quintuple, the number of beatings that Jesus endured, what Jesus endured was all the more brutal. It led to his death for crying out loud. And it included the cat of nine tails. That it was, it makes the brutality of the cross shine through all the more, this was significant. The same distortion of Deuteronomy 1 through four that was used to beat the perfectly innocent Jesus was also distorted five different times to beat Paul in public. Paul is now bragging about his sufferings and he's proud to say that on five different occasions, he got this glimpse of a sharing of the sufferings of Christ. Peter, when he was being crucified, insisted that his cross be put upside down because the similarity of his affliction and his his sufferings was just it was too close to what Jesus looked like on the cross. And he felt unworthy to die such a death. And so he insisted that his cross be turned upside down. So I'm sorry, Satan worshiper, it's not your idea. That was Peter's idea. It's Peter's cross. Paul rejoiced that he would share in the sufferings of Christ. And on five different occasions, this is one thing that he had in common with Jesus, the 40 lashes minus one. And this time it specifically is from the Jewish authorities. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 24. It's all the more striking too, because Paul knew more about the law than the guy who was holding the whip on all five occasions, I guarantee it. But their legalism blinded them to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ they thought themselves the good guys while they beat Paul physically. Paul would not only be violated with this abdication of Jewish law, but he would also be stripped of his rights as a Roman citizen on numerous occasions. So he's betrayed by his countrymen and by those who share his descendancy with with Abraham. But what strikes me in this first listing of the punishments cataloged in chapter 11 is that it's another one that he shared he had in common with Jesus.